Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning for those of you that are here. Good to see you. Um, I didn't see any of you last week because, well, I was on a plane coming to Dallas where I'm actually getting on a plane here in about, I don't know, three hours to leave and come back home. (laughs) I'll tell you what, I don't know about you, but every single time I travel, I am so excited to come home. So excited to come home. So um, this trip has been pretty good. Um, There's been so much, so many things that I've got to learn. I got to spend a lot of time with Krista this week. I got to hear, we listened to Tony Robbins yesterday. We got to hear from some amazing speakers and there's so many like awesome tidbits that I took away that I've got to like collect all of my notes, but believe me, they will become topics. So um, I will share with all of you as the, as the time moves forward. But what I wanted to do today is spend a little bit of time, first of all, welcoming all of you that are here that are not, that don't have your cameras on to turn your cameras on. Cause what kind of call would it be of mine if I didn't tell you to turn your cameras on? Okay. So I say it every time. So if you don't have your cameras on, please turn them on. Um, and uh, thanks for being here. So what I wanted to do today was kind of like talk through, we had three weeks of Instagram, right? How many of you uh, were here for one or any of those weeks? One or all of those weeks? Okay, Jackie, Danella, anyone else? Okay, so um, my my Zoom screen, this is my laptop I'm using and it's kind of weird. It does this weird thing where like the hand gets really big. It looks like this, seriously. Like when I hover over a window, anyway. Okay, so... (laughs) Um, what is, I want to talk about like tech takeaways from um, the last three weeks of Instagram. Um, I want to talk about what kind of actions you're going to be taking moving forward. Um, and then let's kind of, let's kind of open this up to more of a Q and a sort of session, just cause um, yeah, I haven't had one of those in a while. So Jackie, Danella, anybody else that was on any of the Instagram um, uh, calls, I'd love to get a takeaway from you. Like, what did you, what did you take away from that? I'm off mute that I have to post all the time, which I am not consistent about in my real life. Mm, that's not true. It's not true. Okay. You don't need to post all the time. You need to post consistently. So okay. if you are consistent is once a week, you're consistent is once a week. It can't be like once a week and then nothing for six months. Right. So it doesn't need to be all the time. It just needs to be consistent. And you have to okay. define what consistent means for you. Okay. So good. I'm glad that, that was a takeaway for you. We, we don't, you don't have to post all the time. So there's no reason to be overwhelmed by it and think like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing it. I'm going to fail. No, 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 no. The algorithm is going to like you more if you're consistent. So um, that was, that's kind of what I would say with that one. Uh, Jackie, do you have anything? So I took like a, a page of notes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Perfect. Because I, so I only um, attended one class, the last one with Jess, and um, she's so cute. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, she had talked about like using trending um, music in the background, but keeping it real low so that it doesn't overpower your, um, your post and um, talking about reels. And I have not done like, Maybe maybe I've done one reel. So um, I'm hoping to get into doing reels here at some point. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I it was 
what Jess said was really good. I, I really enjoyed um, learning what I did learn. And um, there were a lot of things that I took away from it because I'm not overly familiar with Instagram. Um, and I just post like, I have automated posts. I set them up. I have them all, you know, a whole month's worth. And I may go in and add um, some in there for more pertinent information like open house or whatever, you know, that I'm doing. But um, I pretty much have it all automated because, you know, life is busy. Yeah, I'm just going to look you up right now. Oh my gosh, my husband's calling me. Don't judge. Don't judge. (laughs) Don't judge. I know it's not the best. Well, there's, there's, um, the only thing I would say is that your Instagram is all like, there's nothing about you on there. Like, I don't, I don't. And that's, so that's the first, the first couple of weeks we talked about, um, um, I was really glad Jess was able to take over because she's got a lot of real good insight for me or for, for people. Um, but, um, uh, the first couple of weeks we talked about how like your social media, Instagram is just, just like Facebook, right? You need to have like a lot of personal connection there because this is where people are going to find you. People are going to follow you. Um, and I think that just having a little bit more like, you know, personal stuff in there, then it makes it a little bit easier to post consistently because you're, it's not bad. I mean, it's very, it's very informative. Your, your page is very informative, but there's nothing personal on there. And just like with anything like branding, it's all about who you are. Right. So that's, that would be my recommendation. Um, and the whole, the whole point of reels is that reels is going to help you get more people, right. It's going to help you reach more people because your reels can hit 200, 300 people, you know, sometimes thousands of people just kind of like TikTok, right. Um, it can help. It's going to help you reach tons and tons of people for no money. So that's the point of what you want reels for. So reels is kind of like the top where you kind of grab all those people in and you do, you know, whether you're talking or whether you're trying to be funny or whether you're doing a voiceover, whatever kind of reel you're doing, um, you know, that's where you're going to grab all those people and then they're going to start following you. Right. So it's kind of like the formula is reels to grab people. And then once they start following you, then you use your stories to stay in touch with them regularly. Like stories are the one thing I would say, you just do a, you can at least do a story a day. So you're always in the top of the people's feed. Um, that's where they're going to kind of see you all the time. And the posts are where you're going to get more of those, like they're kind of com- coming down. Right. So reels is up here then stories and then posts you kind of think of it like the funnel, like when they're, when they're reading your posts and they're commenting on your posts and they're engaging with that, they're following you a little bit more. They want to hear more of what you want to say. They want to get to know you more. So I would say like, that's kind of um, how I would look at it. Thank you for clarifying that. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. Reels are like, it's like the top, it's like, okay, let me get everybody in there. So um, sometimes like I can get, it depends. I mean, I've had some reels where I've had like 17,000 views, some reels I have like a hundred views. I don't know. Like, I don't really know when, when Instagram likes my reels or not. It's just a matter of, I just keep doing them because one day when Instagram's going to like it, it's going to blow up and I'm going to become Instagram famous. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Cheney, how are you? Did I say, am I saying that right? Is it Cheney? It's Cheney. Cheney. It's- okay. Like, like SH, Shinny. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so um, you pretty much summed up what I was going to say <laughs> just now, how you were saying that the reels are for increasing your followers and the um, stories are for staying in, staying in uh, touch, mm. um, the ones you already have. And another thing you were saying were to always comment on your, I mean, to always um, um, respond to comments. Don't just yeah. like them. 
And so, remember, kind of like wasn't like the second week of it. We were like our new our new like motto is going to be I love trolls. I love trolls. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> So that was the other thing was like, yes, absolutely. Make sure that you're commenting on all of the, um, on all of the, all of the comments that you get, because that's just engagement and yeah, Instagram, Instagram likes that. So anybody else who was here during the last couple of weeks of, uh, Instagram that has some takeaways that you'd like to share or some clarifications you want to talk through? For those of you that are just joining me, that is what we're doing. And we're kind of doing a recap of the last three weeks because I am actually leaving this uh, conference here in Dallas and I have so many takeaways. My brain is overloaded right now with, with notes and takeaways. And I just, I can't wait to put them all together and kind of come back and share a lot of the things that I learned. So um, we were going to use this session to kind of recap the Instagram, um, ask some clarification questions or just a Q&A in general. If there's anything that you guys want to know about, whether it be, I, I hear a lot of people, I actually got to meet quite a few people who come to this call and that was really cool. Um, sorry, I'm readjusting my computer right now. Um, I got to meet a lot of people who actually come to this call this week and um, it was really cool to actually meet a lot of you, a lot of people in person. Uh, I heard that people want to hear more about, I always ask like, what do you want to hear more about? People want to hear more about HomeBot. Because HomeBot, I guess, is the one thing that like a lot of people want to know more about. Um, a lot of people want to know a lot more about street text too and how I make street text work. So, um, Hilaire, what's up? Hi. Um, what Instagram are you talking about? Because I just started watching. I just started this Agent Hunnel. Is it your Instagram or a different one? So the last three weeks has been, um, the topic has been Instagram. So if you go back and watch, if you go back and watch the last three weeks, um, three weeks of what? The last three weeks of this call. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, the last week, the, this exact call. So the last three weeks has been um, in Instagram. Okay, and then how do I find this call in a recording? Um, if you join my group, Real Talk with Linnea, it'll be there. Okay. Um, if you sign up for this class, this call on my Calendly, you'll automatically get the link emailed to you as well. Um, okay. so every week, if you sign up, that'll automatically come through. And then I believe whoever's here from Agent Power Huddle will put in the YouTube channel um, the um, replays uh, where you can find Agent Power Huddle as well. So there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay. <laughs> All right. oh, there it is. It's in the chat for you. Okay. Okay. Anyone else? Any? Yeah, of course. Any other questions or clarifications? Thanks for, or to those of you who are joining me right now. Thanks for being here. So you said to po to comment on everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to go back and watch the two that I missed. Mm -hmm. Even the ones that say, uh, post this on whatever Instagram page. Do you comment to that too? Because I get no. that a lot. No, those are spam. Um, and those are just, that's because you use a hashtag that is really like a bot. A bot has that hashtag. It's like, oh, comment everything. Um, I'll, I do put a little heart next to it just to like keep Instagram going, but I don't respond to them because it's just like, that's, that's spam. But it's a good one. I'll tell you which one got me the most of those things ever is the hashtag Dallas, Texas. I got like 30 <laughs> spam comments on one post on my hashtag Dallas, Texas. So I think when you hashtag um, the um, like city. Lena, like we're hearing the intro. You are? We're hearing like an intro to Tristan. Oh, my um, phone. Oh, really? Are you? No, I'm not. 
Anybody else having sound sound issues? No. no? Okay. Weird. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> um Okay. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like your hashtags on Instagram, they used to say you can go up to 30 hashtags. You still can go up to 30, but lately what I've been noticing and what I have been told is that like less is more with hashtags. So there's also a formula behind hashtags that could probably be an entire like five hours worth of calls because everyone always has questions about hashtags. But um, like, I always like my one hashtag is always Linnea Carver home team. And I always hashtag my location. So those are the two things I always hashtag. Um, and then depending on um, what my post is about, like if I'm doing a post about 10 things to know before you buy a home, for example, right? And my hashtag will be buyer education. Uh, you know, how to prepare your home for sale will be how to sell your house. Like you, I just kind of like try to make it specific, but get as many, as many views as possible on those hashtags. So if you're choosing hashtags, um, you can also, you can see on Instagram, how many people have actually used those hashtags or looked at those hashtags. And you kind of want to be in like the hundred thousands or more, like, because that's a, it, like, it's just going to reach more people. Um, you know, it used to be like a whole, a long time ago. It was like, you use the big one, use like a million. And then you go into the hundred thousands and then you go into the 10,000s. It's too much, too much to think about. So I always just try to find hashtags that are relevant to what I'm posting and that are um, about the hundred thousands or more is essentially what I do. And then I always hashtag myself in my location. It's my, my rule to hashtags. Um, okay. Uh, so the other thing, the other thing that I kind of wanted to bring up uh, about Instagram and kind of remind those of you who are here now, who were not here in the last couple of weeks is like, Instagram is the platform that I chose to go after, after I had already mastered Facebook. Okay. So like, if you're still trying to work on mastering one form of social media marketing, just continue working on that one. Don't try to do all of them at once. I don't know how many people I talked to this week when I was here who were like, Oh my gosh, like how to, I don't know how to do TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. And I don't know, Snapchat's even, Snapchat is even a thing. So I didn't even know Snapchat was a thing. But anyway, all of these social media platforms, there's a ton of them, right? And it's like, how do you know which one to post on? How do you know, you know, what you should be doing? And my advice is focus on one. Like, cause when you become super hyper-focused um, on one thing, it's amazing what happens. So find the one platform that works really well for you and go after that platform. Don't like try to do too much at once. Uh, the, I, I talked, I'm here with um, uh, Alicia Collins, who's real big on YouTube. Rachel Hadid says is really big on YouTube. Both of them, like they now are going big on TikTok. And the reason why they're now going big on TikTok is because YouTube is now like automated essentially. Right. So like, I also want to learn about TikTok, but I'm also still trying to figure out YouTube. So for me, it's like, I've, I've got Facebook and Instagram down to a science. I, I'm on them consistently. There's no, there's never, never any issues with my presence on those two channels. And since I know that, and now I'm there now I'm like, okay, let me go after YouTube. Let me figure out what works for me on YouTube, which is the other thing about social media. Not all platforms are consistent. You guys, like your presence on Facebook and, and uh, Instagram may not be the same as what your presence on YouTube should be. May not be the same as what your presence on TikTok should be. What, what my presence is on, on Instagram is very different than my presence on TikTok. So like, you just have to remember that. Like, that's why it's like, it's too hard to try to take in all of these channels and try to get into all of them and master all of them at the same time, because your presence is going to be different on each channel. Does that make sense? So like, 
Another thing someone asked me this week, this is cool. I'll be honest. It was so cool. Like I was sitting there at um, dinner time and someone walked up to me and she's on this call. Usually, obviously she's not today because she's here. Um, She walked up to me and she was just like, oh my gosh, I'm on your calls every week. And I just like, and she just had all these questions. And so I love that because I was like, I felt like a celebrity for a second. That was pretty cool. Anyway. But one of the things I got asked was, how do you know, like for video, how do you know what, when to put long form, when to put short form, how do you film a TikTok and then, and then film a reel and then film a YouTube and then film a face, you know, how do you know? Cause every single channel, like I just said, has a different presence. You have a different presence on each channel. Every single channel has something different that they like. YouTube likes long form videos. They also like short, short form videos. Okay. So YouTube likes both Uh, YouTube shorts is starting to take over YouTube. So like, you know, there's, here's my, here's my general rule with them. I have videos that go out regularly on all my channels, TikTok, YouTube, Google, LinkedIn, and Facebook and Instagram. They go out regularly, but I film one video. So if I'm filming a video, I'm focusing on YouTube because my brain right now is so focused on my YouTube channel. Every video I film, like actually sit down and intentionally film, unless it's just, unless it's just like me taking footage of, you know, being silly or whatever. Like if every video that I sit down and intentionally film is written and edited for YouTube, every single video, it makes it easier. One video. Okay. Eight minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever long, however long I want to have it. Once I film that YouTube video, then my editor notes actually say, okay, editor, I want this video to also become a YouTube short or three. I also want this video to become TikTok or Instagram, right? So they, my editor knows where I intend to go. I'm not having to film more than one video, but I'm getting videos out on all the channels. I'll even repurpose that YouTube video. That's like an eight minute video. And I'll turn it into a two minute long Facebook video because Facebook videos for me, two minutes or less is what works on Facebook for me. So I'll actually turn that YouTube video into a two minute Facebook video. So it's like finding that one thing, like focus your time on one thing. Like I, I film a lot of video because I love video, um, but it's just one video. I'm not, I'm not sitting there. I spend, I do, I, I film two videos a day, two videos a day. So I get about, I get about 10 videos done a week. Um, and they're all intended for YouTube. And once my YouTube video is filmed, they take that and they edit that down. I have a question. Yes. Yes. So, cause we filmed quite a bit of, um, YouTube videos so far and uh, but mm-hmm. I haven't done any repurposing with them at all so now that I realize that like how much you know content that I have because of the amount of videos that we actually already like created um, but as far as you know do, um, you know getting with the editor um, like what, what, what suggestion do you have for finding an editor and how much do you think I should pay paid an editor good question mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you my little my history of video editors so I used to pay per video to edit my videos. And that's costly, especially when like I was still building. Right. And I'm still trying to figure out like it got expensive and then he would charge me an extra 50 bucks to repurpose it. So $200 for one video. Don't do that. Right. Learn from my mistakes. Don't do that. <laughs> the second one I would get is I would get, um, I then hired uh, a videographer to work for me. I put him on my payroll. Uh, so he was committed to me and he did all my videos and it was, pretty inexpensive, but like the only thing he would do was edit, was film and edit my video. So I was paying him, you know, 16, 1700 bucks a month or whatever it was. I split him with one other agent. Um, and it was good, 
but like the only thing he would do would edit my videos. So then I was finally kind of like, hmm. So I have a VA. I get my VA through outsourced doers, um, and they are VAs that are trained uh, in digital marketing. So not only do they, are they trained in how to edit videos, uh, they're trained in how to you know build click funnels and websites and landing pages and all that stuff. So that's what I do now. I pay my VA. Um, to edit all of my videos. And he also does all the, all the other things for me. So I would say find a VA to do it because you're going to pay less money. Um, but you're going to get, you're going to get really quality work because uh, you just have to interview though. Like you have to interview a few companies. You have to interview them and tell them like, Hey, this is what I need my VA to do. That is, that is what I would do. There are a lot of other places you can go. You can go to Fiverr. You can go to Upwork. You can go to um, what's the other one you guys. Fiverr, Upwork, there's one other one. I don't know. Whatever. Two, like those two companies are really good places you can go to find video editors. The issue that you're going to have if you don't find one that you work with consistently is every single video is going to look and feel different. And video editors, like they, they're going to take time. You have to take time to train them. Just like you have to take time to train anybody else who works with you. You have to take time to train them in your brand, your voice, the way you want things. And it's going to take a little, it's going to take some like, okay, let's get through here. And the beginning is going to be really challenging because you have to be very detailed in your notes. I now can pretty much just hand over a video to my editor and he just knows what to do with it. Right. But it's taken me, it's taken me like six months to be able to get there. So I would recommend definitely like writing down. If you, if you go the VA route, do it. <laughs> Interview like two or three companies. Uh, outsource doers is probably my number one recommendation just because of what they are trained in. Um, number two, uh, I would probably say my outdesk is another, is another good one. Um, those are two good VA companies and um, interview them, tell them what you need and make sure they match you with the right person. And then be very clear about training that person and what you need them to do. Okay, but I would... my, my Outdesk mm -hmm. and, what, and what else? And what was the other one? Outsourced doers. Outsourced doers, okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Do they post those for you too, Lena? Yeah. Yeah. So he has access to, um, I, so I write the, I write the copy. He tries really hard to write copy and he does. So, he does so good. He's awesome. He tries really hard to write copy, but then it, it, to me, it sounds like it's written by a bot a little bit sometimes, uh, because he's very like, like the translation from, cause he's in the Philippines. So the translation, uh, the English translation is very like literal. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't speak that way. So, um, I, I write the copy for the most part, but yes, he posts it for me. He, uh, you know, he's, He's pretty awesome. He runs my Facebook ads for me too. So yeah. Yeah. He doesn't actually, he actually can't run them, but he sets them up and then I, I approve them and run them. But yeah, so it's, it's pretty nice, but that's what I would say, Anthony, is I would say like, don't do what I did and pay 200 bucks a video. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, but find somebody who can, who can not only take that content that you already have, cut that down for you, and then can actually do the execution of, of repurposing it. It's going to save you so much time. Right. Okay. Great yeah. advice. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Anybody else? Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about just because I'm on the video, the video and the YouTube thing. Oh, hilarious. You came off mute. Did you have a question? Oh, I was just going to clarify the <laughs> the two sources, my outsource and outdesk. My outdesk. Oh, my out. Mm -hmm. Let's see if I can put it in here. Desk. My outdesk and then outsourced viewers. So I just put them in the chat for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's hard to do this and listen. <laughs> no problem. I just put it in there. So, um, 
you should be able to see it there. All right. Yeah, I would, I would say like, you know, if you do any sort of digital marketing, start with outsourced doers because he, I, I said, he, I can put him, I can give him, you know, just a job that says, Hey, I need you to build me a landing page. Here's the direction to the landing page and he'll just do it. So I would just say, start there. And as far as um, VA, I mean, the outsourced doers is only eight bucks an hour. So save, save a lot of time there. Um, okay. So going back to video and um, repurposing your content. So um, TikTok now allows you to have up to 10 minute videos. Instagram just changed their platform to where they're doing like Instagram video. Now they have Instagram reels, right? Reels can be, I think like three minutes long now, you guys. Reels can be three minutes long. So what I started doing is all of my listing videos, I've actually started focusing more on like the the Instagram version, like the reels version of a, of a listing video versus like a formal listing video. Simply because if we go back to the beginning of this call, reels gets you more people, right? You get more, you get more people who come into your funnel for, through reels. So people like houses, people like to look at houses. Like everyone, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're buying a house or whatever. If you're not buying a house, everyone likes to look at houses. Everybody likes to look and say, they think they know everything going on in the market because they pay attention to what's going on online. So I have found that for me, utilizing houses to get more people in uh, works for me. So um, that would be my little tip. If you want to focus on Jackie, if you want to start doing reels, do you like house tours? They work really well. Okay. So what we'll do... You you utilize the houses to ultimately get them into a funnel. Yep. Right? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Mm -hmm. Same thing on YouTube. Um, So YouTube, uh, my listing videos on YouTube get tons of views. Like I think one right now has like 4,500 views on YouTube. So um, same thing on YouTube. And it's like you're kind of grabbing those people to start getting them to see who you are, right? And then you start bringing them down the funnel from there. So houses work really well if you're looking at like what is going to work. Now your content, it might not work for you, but I'm just telling you that's what I discovered worked for me. Do you do that with open house too? You can't. Yeah, in fact, um, I recommend if you are doing an open house, you should definitely be doing tours. I mean, if it's not even your open house, make sure you get permission from the listing agent. But uh, yeah, I definitely, I would definitely do it with, with open houses for sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what um, I'm going to go ahead and we'll uh, let everybody go here in just a minute. But uh, next week will is going. I don't know. I got to figure out how I, I've got to take all these notes that I got and I got to sort them down into like what do we really what do I really want to like bring back? Um, because I think it's like there's just so much information in my brain right now. So I can't wait to get out there. So that's what we'll do the next couple of weeks. But um, thank you all for being here. And if you need anything, you know where to find me. Thank you very much. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.